Now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the melting pack, and it starts right now. You're listening to the melting pack. Here's your host, Pat Johnson. Well, thank you, Jerome. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the show, The Melting Path and Next Level Network. Today is a special day. We have a guest. This is so great. I hope the audio sounds good. Haven't gotten in and uh, started yet, but I sat down with Trey Miller from Sharia Moore, and I'm very excited to play the conversation. We had a great time, uh, something we've been looking forward to for a while. So how the show is going to work today, I'm sorry. Where are my manners? How are you? Are you doing Okay. How are you doing well? Thank you for all the feedback on 400 episodes. That's is that too much? Like, should I should I have quit? Should we be done now? Should we be over? All right, um, Ben, shut it down. It's over. I, I, that's this too much. It's too. There are too many episodes of me out there. Although for whatever reason, the um, not all of them show up all the time. So you don't get the really old ones that are the sound quality is rough. So that's better, I think. I don't know. Anyway. So <laughs> I hope you're okay. Um, I hope your holiday planning is is going well and you're enjoying all of your traditions that are coming up in the uh, in the next week or so. Program note for next week, Thursday show. As we do, we will release a Thanksgiving episode. Well, maybe I won't call it a Thanksgiving episode, but it will be on Thanksgiving. So here's what we want. Let me know um, what you're thankful for this year. Let's do that. Let's try to get some positivity going here, and uh, Christmas or the other, ho- the other holidays will do something else. But um, yes, let me know. If you feel so compelled, you can do it anonymously, themeltingpat.com. You can also leave a voicemail, 209-867-7638, or via SpeakPipe, uh, so you don't have to call. It's maybe better quality. I don't know. Um, but all of that information is at themeltingpat.com. I'll put an extra link in the show notes today. Uh, well, it's always in the in the show notes on your app where you listen to the show. But I'll put it at the website as well, a little extra link for you. If you want to leave me uh, a message or send a text, text. (laughs) are you thankful this part's almost over? Um, Let me know why you are thankful this year. I also got a really fun question that I am going to put out to you next time, Um, or on Monday, I guess, maybe. Maybe I'll save it for another week. Anyway, um, yes, that's, uh, that's what I want. Why are you thankful this year? And, uh, you know, because everybody goes through different stuff. But uh, what we're going to try to do is look at the uh, look at the good stuff, try to look at the good stuff that we have. If you have something exciting happening for Thanksgiving or, or Christmas or um, something that you that you already did, a celebration or whatever of some kind, I would like to know that you're happy about it and uh, and let me know. OK. All right. So do that. And then we'll play them on the show next week or I'll read them on the show next week on Thanksgiving Day. Okay? All right, great. So we're recording that one probably Tuesday? Yeah, probably Tuesday the 22nd. I think we'll record that one. So get them in by noon on the 22nd, noon Eastern, and uh, we'll go from there. Okay? So today's show, Sharia Moore is the name of the band. Um, Oh, we're going to do the captain first. Okay, let's do that first. I made him skip last week because I didn't have time to put it in the show, but this week I will. So let's. uh, he promised to come back with a vengeance this week. So Good sir, let's do that. Then we'll I'll tell you what's going on. All right. Jesus. We need to know what's going on with the Flyers. Pat, we need to know. You're right. You're right. So good sir. The floor is yours. Take it away. 
Hey, Flyers fans, Mark back at you again with another Flyers. Ooh, yeah! Woo! Guys, if you're in the Northeast, winter is officially upon us. And if you are in Buffalo, my goodness, batten down the hatches. And I hope you have a good set of mittens because a lot of snow is coming your way. But that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about the Flyers. And ladies and gentlemen, let's just take the direct quote from John Tortorella, our coach himself, and let's just say, we suck. It happens. I, I, don't, I don't know what else to say. We are on a five-game losing streak right now. It has been a very tough go for this team. Carter Hart, the magic he had captured, lightning in a bottle that he had earlier this season, seems to have evaporated just a little bit. So let's do a bit of a recap. So last Thursday, the Flyers were in Columbus. They ended up losing 5-2 to two and then brought it back home. We thought this would have been the game, the get-right game. Claude Giroux coming back home. The Flyers playing Ottawa on Saturday. They ended up losing 4-1. to one. Not a good showing. Another back-to-back at home. Flyers ended up taking on Dallas Sunday, but losing that game 5-1. to one. Then the Flyers, a little bit of a spark, ended up taking it to overtime against Columbus on Tuesday, again in Columbus, but fell 5-4 in overtime. And then the Flyers take it on Boston in Boston. Boston, the best team in the league at the moment. They ended up losing that game 4-1. Kept it close throughout two, but in the third period, the Bruins took it to the Flyers. So there really is no other way to say this. The Flyers are really struggling. This team is struggling to score goals. Cam Atkinson is still out. They have not been able to really pull this team together, have a pure goal scorer, not from lack of trying. And there is some youth on this team. So hopefully they are learning from these struggles. Nothing is a better teacher than adversity. So I am still hopeful as we look ahead, the Flyers are gonna take on Montreal on Saturday in Montreal, then they're gonna take on the Calgary Flames at home on Monday, and then following it up with a game on Wednesday in DC against the Capitals. So guys, I am hopeful. I know you have to be realistic, but I am hopeful here that the Flyers are gonna keep going. And hopefully that little bit of a quote of, we suck, which although true right now, can help spur the Flyers into something better as we move forward. So guys, that's it for me here inside the Melting Pat on Next Level Radio. Thank you, my friend. The Melting Pat, the Next Level Network. You know the drill. If it, Maybe he was he was too busy this time. I don't know. I don't know. If I was too busy, if he's too busy, then you hear the pooper and we move on. But thank you, my friend. Thank you, good sir, my friend. Ah. <laughs> we appreciate your hard work, and uh, maybe we'll hear from the captain on Thanksgiving Day. We'll find out. He's a busy man, so we'll see. I'll have to reach out to him and let him know to get it in early. All right? Great. So, now, finally, main event, today's show. I talked to Trey Miller from Sharia Moore, and this is something we've been trying to do for a couple of months, and I'm very excited that it got done. I hope the audio sounds good today. Um, sometimes it gets messy when I have guests, and I don't... I'm not tech-savvy enough to fix it, but it's not... I've, I've gotten probably... 15 minutes in, and it sounds okay, so I think we're going to be good. Uh, but I always worry that something goes wrong, and uh, I won't know till I'm done. So fingers and toes crossed that this works out and that we're going to be all right. Um, I'm off to the side of the microphone, but I keep like shifting in my chair, and I'm trying to figure out the best way to 
to sit here and I, I just I haven't fi- I've been doing this podcast for seventy five years and I've not figured out how to sit in front of the goddamn microphone. <laughs> so Sharia <laughs> There everyone's gone. It's just Trey. It's just Trey now and that's it. Um yes, my thanks to Trey for joining me. This was so much fun. We talked about songwriting and being on tour and baseball and all kinds of stuff. Uh, their record, Spiritual Ascensions, is available now. And that is what it's called, right? I, that probably that sounds right. Um, anyway, this I do know. You can find more from them, including where to see them on tour. They're on tour right now. Shariamoreband.com. That's C-H-E. I feel like I've pronounced it four different ways. C-H-E-R-I-E-A-M-O-U-R band.com for more from them. And if you go to a show, I know I joke about this every week, but for real, Tell him you heard the interview on my show, and he will be so excited. I promise you he'll be so excited. Take a picture with him. Tag me. Tell me you, tell me you saw him, and tell me you saw. told him you heard me and him talking. You Somehow, if you made it through this, whatever the hell this is, um, I, wanted, I, I should give you a prize of some sort. But anyway, yes, their, their thing is out. They're on tour. Go tell Trey I said hello. And Thad, if you see Thad, tell him I said hello as well. Because they're fantastic, and uh, and we had a great time. So, yes, so there's going to be chat, song, and then the bonus question, and that's going to be it. So all my stuff's at themeltingpat.com. Again, get your uh, your thankful things in by Tuesday to get them on the Thanksgiving Day show, and uh, go have fun, okay? All right, great. You've been inside the Melting Pat. This has been an 8-point in the production. Go crap open a cold one. Don't be dumb. I'll talk to you when I talk to you. All right, here's me. And uh, and Trey Miller of Sharia Moore. We lie. Oh, man. Trey, you know, it's funny. You and I talked about this like two months ago. You coming on and you were really excited. And then so the record comes out and I'm like, oh, man, I got to reach out to Trey. I like Trey wants to come on. We should have a conversation. And then like 20 minutes later, I get an email from. I'm going to cut his name in case he doesn't want me to say it, but. uh (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it, it was just so serendipitous. I was like, man, how great is this that this person found me and was like, hey, you want to talk to Sharia Moore? I'm like, uh, yeah, of course I do. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Yeah, I've definitely been wanting to come on for a minute, so I appreciate you having me. Oh, of course, man. Yeah, you guys have been on my radar for a while, and I'm thinking, I keep a list of like, who am I going to, which band am I going to feature next? And I have you and Shallow Pools at the top. Because I want to have you on. I've had Shallow Pools on. I had them on in 2018, I think. Um, and they're great. They're uh, You know, you featured for them. You've toured. You're touring with them. You're going to be, right? Facts. Yeah. And we did um, uh, part of the Set It Off tour together, too. Yeah. They're they are fantastic. Yeah. Shallow Pools, if you're not busy, when you have some time, come back on the show. I miss you. Um, and so I have, have them and you guys at the top. Because I'm like, I'm going to wait until I can get them on the show to play them. Cause I just feel like that's better. So I'm glad we're finally able to sit down and do this, man. I, I appreciate the time. Thanks for, thanks for doing this. Well, Steph, man, thank you. And you're a baseball fan too. So, I mean, we could definitely get, get on that, right? Yeah, bro. I'm sorry about your Phillies dog. I mean, you know, I was pulling for him. I, uh, well, kind thank of. you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a Trey Mancini guy. So I, I can, uh, I can ride with that for sure. Yeah. You're an Orioles guy, correct? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, man. Out of the 30 clubs, I'd say Houston's probably my 30th favorite, but 
because <laughs> Mancini was there, I had to do the unthinkable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, what bothers me, like the and I, people are kind of probably sick of me talking about this, but the the thing that bothers me the most is that the players weren't punished. That's all. Like I'm not even mad. Like what are we gonna be mad that they won? No, unless it comes out that they cheated again. But like, yeah, it just, they're like, oh, oh, shucks, guys. Oh, I'm like, no, no, you you cheat. Like, no, you're cheaters. Okay, anyway. No, it was nuts, though, that, like, Philly's going from, oh, my God, they're not going to make the playoffs again to two wins from a championship. I mean, how could you complain about yeah, that? Yeah, man. Honestly. And the team's fun to watch, man. I love their chemistry. Like, Reese Hoskins is hilarious to me just the way, like, he, he plays the game with so much passion. The bat slam was awesome. He's like the best fist pumps when Bryce hits a home run. It's it's sick stuff. <laughs> yes, if you could, <laughs> I'm cutting that out in case Reese wants to come on the show. Um, he's got like, and I know like some stats nerds won't care about this, but like he's a great clubhouse guy, and I think that's important. Like you have to enjoy the people you're working with, no matter what you're doing, right? Actual factual, my dude, and I think that with our band all the time. Like it's funny, like we'll be in the studio working with somebody or shooting a video with somebody that we haven't really worked with before. And they like, Oh, I see that you guys actually like each other. And I'm like, how many bands out here are not real (laughs) friends? That's crazy. Yeah. Like how many of them, how many groups of guys and guy or or girls or guys and girls go in there and just make it a business transaction and don't like, I feel like that would come out in the music. Wouldn't it? Like it, it would just be like, you wouldn't have the same kind of feeling with people who don't get along or don't, who aren't friends. I would like to think so, you know, but I remember it was like uh, Jay-Z said a few years back, he was like, yeah, when me and Kanye made Watch the Throne, I didn't even like Kanye. I just knew we could make money. <laughs> and I was like, well, you played me because I loved the album, but you know, it's crazy. That's funny. Oh, man, that's good. All right. So, Trey, here's what you got to do. Uh, do a side project with like two or three people you don't really like. And then report, come back and uh, maybe so, ooh, maybe so, not to, not to dive into politics, but maybe a couple of weird conservatives who hate cities or something, get on with them. Bro. And <laughs> I don't, I don't know. That project would be a disaster. <laughs> like what well, I'm, I'm trying to think of what even, what would that even sound like? Like you wouldn't probably wouldn't be able to rap. So that would be, that would cut out a lot of your stuff. So that would be bad. And then. Yeah. Like, what would it, I don't know. It'd be, you know, you'd get airplay. It'd be radio friendly. Like, that's kind of the the road you'd probably want to travel, right? Yeah, they'd probably try to get me on, like, some Christian contemporary or something. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm, I'm out of pocket, bro. I'm sorry. You might have to edit me. <laughs> it's going to be a one-sided conversation. I'm cutting out. Yeah, I was on with Trey Miller, and then I, he just said, no, you got to cut that. You got to cut that. Like, <laughs> All right, Trey, there's not much left on the show. Like, That's cool, man. Reese Hoskins. And then just everything else and just a song. That's, That's it. it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Crazy, <laughs> so you're friends with your bandmates, and which is great. And I love to ask this question of musicians because everybody's got a different answer. So when you guys all sit down to start writing, how does that process work? Do you come in with, hey, I've got this these lyrics to come in. I've got a melody. Does somebody come in like, Hey, I got a bass riff. Let's work on that. How does it generally work when you sit down to start making stuff? 
Man, it works all of those ways, really. Like, it's funny, even before we just got on, I wrote like this poem that I ended up sending to Casey. Like, I don't know what this necessarily is. Like, I don't really have a melody idea for it yet. It's just some bars. And like, if you have something that you think this works for, if it inspires you to write something, then we can like go from there. Um, other times, like, you know, Casey or Ronnie or Brendan, they'll have like some sort of instrumental that they've built and then they'll send it to me and I'll do something. And there's also been some songs where I, I have a melody and literally nothing else and we built around it. So like, however it comes, that's just how we do it, you know? <laughs> I like that. So you, so you don't kind of, because you can definitely get into like a weird rut where like, okay, we have to write the song this way or like we have to make this album in this fashion. And then you kind of get yourself stuck in, well, what if it's not working? Then how do we finish this idea that we have? Yeah, I mean, I give a lot of credit to Casey on keeping our songwriting process fresh because like he'll just say like, all right, this week we're going to write a song where Ronnie does something on the drums and we have nothing else. And we just decide whatever Ron is feeling as far as his rhythm goes, we're going to go with that. And then, yeah, so it's just always a, a rotation of, I guess, who's stepping up to the plate first. And then they say, okay, Trey, come in and, and spit some of those bars you just sent me and work that poem you just sent me today into this thing that we have already. Exactly. That's how it comes. Oh, man, that's awesome. See, it's good to work with your friends. Absolutely. Who know your strengths and who know that you'll be able to come in and say, okay, you want to work with this? I can make something happen. Oh, yeah. And like, you know, we're just always hanging out. So we like share each other's like new music that we're, we're hearing. And sometimes you can hear those influences come out in the demos that we're doing. But yeah, the main thing I feel like is when we're touring, I couldn't tour with these guys if I didn't like them. We're just way too close together. We're all sleeping in a van. We're basically on top of each other. And it's like, if I didn't love these dudes, I wouldn't be doing this. <laughs> 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 you certainly wouldn't be do wouldn't still be doing it. Like you would have given up and moved on to something else to the Christian contemporary yeah. circuit, right? Yeah, you know, maybe like Hillsong United needs a new guy or something. Trey, you gotta get me in trouble, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, fam. I'm sorry. I'm out of pocket, bro. <laughs> Everything I say is gonna be boop, boop, redacted. <laughs> Oh, man. Yes. You, you may be censored by the Super Mario coin sound effects. So you might collect a lot of coins for me today. All right. <laughs> good, good to know that ahead of time. Oh, the Christians are going to be mad at us, Trey. They're not going to like us. <laughs> hey, my mom down the hall, she'll probably got something to say. I don't know. All right, man. Bring her in. Bring her in. Let's go. All right, let's go. <laughs> I might have to do that one day. <laughs> She's welcome anytime. <laughs> so the record is out spiritual ascension uh it's great by the way absolutely fantastic thank you and Appreciate congratulations it. i know how hard it is to get a record done so what's it like to finally have it in the world how's the response been how you feeling Ooh, the response has been overwhelmingly positive like it's been crazy because when we had songs on internal discussions that we put out we would shoot videos or whatever I would always like, I'm the person that goes way too deep on YouTube comments and things of that nature. Come on, And I always would find, <laughs> I'd always find a few negative things that people were saying, of course, you know, and that's just how it goes. But like with this album, maybe I'm just subconsciously blocking all that out where I literally just have not heard anybody say anything bad about the record. 
it's crazy. All right, give yeah. me one second. I'm going to go on YouTube right now, and uh, we're going to change that real quick. We're gonna... <laughs> <laughs> hey, the haters give me fuel. That's why I look for them. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, you can't get wrapped up in that though, man. You got to eventually. You're, it's going to get to you in a bad way, right? Like, like yeah, they fuel you, sure, on some level, but. At some point, like I just had to stop reading stuff because every so often I would get like, "Oh, what are you doing that for?" What did I'm like, buddy? I don't care. It makes me laugh. I'm just sitting here while my kid's eating. All right? Like I don't, I don't <laughs> care, man. Like it's not that it's not that deep. I'm not putting that much thought into this. Like I'm gonna like it. I'll share it. It's funny. That's the end of it, man. Like, <laughs> bro, I aspire to get like you. You you living free out here. You're living the liberated life. Uh, yeah. It took me a while to get here. But I'm trying, man. I'm doing my best. I have, listen, I got plenty of things in house that stress me out. I don't need to like add more through my phone. Shoot, <laughs> I hear that. <laughs> you be seeing me on Twitter sometimes, dog. I'd be having a meltdown every now and then, like, man, I need to get these bills paid. <laughs> <laughs> we all have that, man. We've all been there. Like, my kid threw up on me this morning and that, like, he had it, he was fine. And then um, he starts fussing, so I pick him up. He's 18 months. So I pick him up, and I'm like, oh, man, how's it going? He just, rah, all over. I'm like, yeah, all right, all right. So I go up, and I'm like, what about, you know, she cleans up the floor. My wife cleans up the floor. My wife's a superhero. She cleans up the floor. I clean up him. And then he's like, all right, I just need to relax. And he just he just snapped for like two hours. I'm like, all right, you know, Amen. he emptied himself, and now he's feeling better. <laughs> <laughs> I had a similar experience. Like my my best friend, I've known him for like 20 years and uh he just had a son in September. So my first time going over there, I'm holding the baby and everything and I'm burping him and then it's just like right here yep. on my shoulder and I was uh -huh. like this is the moment I've been waiting for though. Like I I felt it was so endearing. <laughs> and and he just knocked out. It was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that was my first time holding a baby. Wow. I was, I'm scared to hold babies generally. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yes. I'm, I'm going to break it. I'm going it to is, break it. Yeah, there is that, definitely that feeling, <laughs> especially when the kid's two months old. Like, it's like, oh, Jesus, what are we? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> and like at oh, that point, yeah. they're spitting up everything anyway. So it's just like, all right. Like that phase, I'm glad that's over. So this was kind of a shock, but he's all right. So yeah, the point is, Trey. <laughs> You can't read the hateful comments because you're going to have stuff in your own life that's going to bother you. And you don't want, you know, you don't want stuff being thrown up on you from other places. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Pat? You're right, bro. I'm going I'm to keep that in mind. That's that's the point. Yeah. You just got to just got to stop reading them, man. Although or read the negative one that I'm about to leave and then uh, and then hey. move on. No. <laughs> but no, uh, my son was digging the Sin City video. So props to you on that one. Uh, there funny. aren't many music videos that make him stop in his tracks. Uh, let's see. Shallow Pools, um, Everything is Fine is one. Your Guys, Sin mm -hmm. City was another. And his current real favorite is Vanessa Carlton, A Thousand Miles. So you're in good company. Wow. Wow. That's huge. <laughs> For sure. Again, I got to shout out Casey. Casey actually, like plans and directs like i mean we collectively sometimes come up with the themes of what we want the video to be and shots and certain scenes but overall casey directs all of our videos yeah wow good job casey my kid loves it congratulations thank yeah. you <laughs> so <laughs> I'll pass I talked that along. To, yeah <laughs> i've talked to a couple people about music videos is it awkward to like 
have to shoot a thing and then like mouth the words to the chorus while you're doing something or like did you get over that pretty quickly um i think when we first started it was weird but now i've become pretty adjusted to it i think that the biggest challenge with videos now is figure out like figuring out how casey is going to make me feel uncomfortable at some point in time <laughs> like uh, i'm trying to think um we shot a video goodness gracious i'm losing the titles of our own songs in a crowded room that one but anyway we did the video for that one and casey was like yeah we're gonna douse you in cold water then we're gonna shoot you with chocolate syrup and like it was just crazy like why are you doing that then for orlando we're in this cold warehouse where it took like eight hours to shoot the video there was no heat in there it's like 40 degrees in the winter and i had to sit like crisscross applesauce on the floor for like six straight hours and i was like this is highly uncomfortable <laughs> and then on the letting go video we took like rainwater and dropped it all over me, but at least it was summer. Like every time, it's just something crazy. He had me in an ice bath for the, uh, which video was that at the end? Goodness gracious, I can't remember. We shoot so many, but Casey always comes up with some wild scenario where I'm like highly physically uncomfortable. Naked in a tub? <laughs> yeah, that might have been Sin City now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah, that was um, a Sin City video at the end. Yeah, because yeah, I got like my <laughs> organs harvested. I was like, where do you come up with this, bro? <laughs> like what? My organs getting stolen? This is ridiculous. I don't know that Casey's actually your friend. I feel like we need to revisit this. Uh, <laughs> your bandmates or your friends angle here. Because I don't, I'm not sure he's your friend anymore. It's my fault because I always make fun of him for being from Ohio. So, yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> that's fair. Okay. So you're even, basically. Yeah, yeah you're yeah, he's, he's getting even. Getting that's all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, every time every time I tell him Cleveland sucks, that's he probably comes up with a new plot line. <laughs> <laughs> Today we're taking Trey's kidneys. Let's go, everybody. Roll it. <laughs> uh, all right. So see, you had me in the first half as that meme goes. Uh I was ready to be sympathetic to you, but then you're like, no, I just make fun of him all the time because he's from Cleveland. I'm like, all right, well, yeah, okay. He's getting you back then. That's all. Yeah, you brought this one yeah. on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I can't blame it. Yeah. I got to keep it a buck. Yeah, you'll get there, man. You'll get there. You'll figure it out. Once you get on the Christian circuit, there'll be none of that. They don't prank us. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. <laughs> I love it. Uh, speaking of tour, so you love going on tour. I know you do because you talk about it a lot. And you know, you're crammed in the van. Like you said, you couldn't do it if you didn't love it. You didn't love the didn't love the guys. So do you prefer going on tour and playing the songs out and getting all that feedback to creating in the studio? Or does each one have their own kind of merit and excitement for you? Yeah, I would say my first instinct is to say I just really enjoy the creation part more than anything else. Um Playing the shows is fun, but like, I honestly, it's for me just hanging out. That's the the main draw. Like, yeah, like being on stage is the main thing why people come to the show. But for me, I'm like, I'm just ready to play the set, get off stage. I'm going to have a beer. I'm going to chat, you know, then we're just going to, you know, whatever, just party. So that's the part that I look forward to of tour. You heard it here first, folks. Trey Miller does not like actually playing songs on tour. He just wants to hang out with the merch <laughs> table. Okay. This is good to know. So we're going to replace you, and you're just going to hang out at the merch table with Thad, and uh, and you'll have fun there. Bro, that that would actually work for me. 
Night. Yeah, there's many nights on tour where it's just me and Thad at the merch table. Well, the best time ever, we were in Hartford, Connecticut, and it was me and Thad at the merch table. And then I was like, bro, I'm going to go get a beer. Like, do you want one? He's like, yeah. I was like, all right, cool. I'll be right back. And then according to Thad, I don't remember exactly. I think he's exaggerating, but he says I didn't come back for three hours. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I've had Thad on the show. And I don't think he would exaggerate that. So I'm going to put this in a, in a point for Thad and say, Thad, come back on the show. I miss you. Uh, and Trey, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I did come back and I did come back with a beer. Granted, it was very warm at that point. And I might have been Dude. six, seven drinks deep. But I didn't tell a lot. <sighs> uh-huh. All right. Yeah, but... Trey, the phrase is crap open a cold one. All right. It's cold. There's a there's an important word in there. And you can't be rolling up with warm beer, Trey. I tried. I was trying, man. Like I got the two beers and I was gonna leave. And then there would be like one person like, yo, that set was sick. Have a beer with me. And I'm like, all right, cool. Then they're like, hey, take a shot. You do this. And I'm like, all right. And then before I know it, I'm lost in the sauce, Pat. I ain't know what to do, right? <laughs> See, Trey, you keep you're telling this story like it's gonna make you the good guy. And all of this is saying to me is like, bro, you had a responsibility to your friend to get back to the table with a cold beer, like you promised him. And you did not. Hey, that was my one fumble for real. Like, otherwise, I'm pretty good. You know, there's there's nights where we all take our turn kind of disappearing. Really, it's Brendan's job to be him and like me and Thad's handlers. Like we were in Philly on our last tour. And I don't even remember this, but we were just both all over the place. And like, it was only the three of us out at the bar. Thad says he's going to some other bar. I have my heart set on a cheeseburger. So I'm heading to McDonald's and we're both like, you know, we're not good right now. And Brendan's like, how do I wrangle these two guys walking in different directions in the middle of Philadelphia, at like 2 a.m.? So really, Brendan is the hero. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm a little bummed you didn't make it all the way to my house when you were in town, but that's okay. Oh, I'm um, sorry, man. I'm a li- I actually, uh, Thad did tell me that he was going to be in town, and I was like, I, the kid and stuff, ugh, dad stuff kind of got in I the way of that you. one. So next time. Yeah, for sure. I would love to hang, man. Yeah, next time. Would love it. Be fantastic. I, I will say I'm the worst concert goer. Like, I'm not the guy who's up front getting into it. I'm like, back away from everyone just taking it all in. So maybe, you know, don't look for me in the crowd, even though I'm probably taller than everyone there. Uh, Cause I'm not the guy who's going to get you amped up to keep going. That's just not who I am. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I, I can say after the show, we can have a beer and I promise it will be cold. I'm not going to leave you hanging like that, bro. Yes. Thank you. All right. So <laughs> me, me and Thad going to have a cold beer after the show. That sounds great. Yeah. I owe Thad too, I guess at this point. <laughs> <laughs> You got to make it up to him. You, so you to make it up to Thad, you bring him me and a cold beer. There we go. That's a solid deal. That'll get you right in, right back in its good graces. It's I'll let him know. Great. He's flying in tomorrow from Phoenix, and we're going to do all rehearsals and stuff before we uh, have to hit tour. So I'll let him know what's good. Yeah, let him know. Maybe he'll listen to this. Maybe he won't. I don't know. Maybe I don't know what kind of time he has. But uh, yeah, let him know for sure. <laughs> yeah, dog. <laughs> I love it. Wait, yeah, is this they, episode 400 or 401? This would be either 401 or 402. It depends how uh, long it takes. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, 400 is coming out tomorrow. Gotcha. That's what's up, bro. That's a lot. 
It's a lot. It is. You, that shows your dedication, my boy. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, really, I've started, like, the podcast started in 2015, but I've been doing live radio since 08, and I've just, like, I've never stopped. Like, it's been yeah. on several different platforms at, you know, till now, but I've just never stopped. It's just it's just what I'm doing, man, and I'm having a great time. Now I get to talk to people and, and meet people and play all kinds of great, uh, great music, too, so it's been fantastic. Love it, dude. Sick. And now you're a part of my history, man. I feel like, you know, this is a big moment for me. As you can see on Twitter, I was super hyped, bro. Like, I've really <laughs> been waiting for this. Like, <laughs> I made it now. For real. <laughs> we have been talking about this for a while. So, yeah, I remember you were like, yo, can I come on and talk about baseball and stuff on your show? I'm like, uh, yes. Yes, please. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's find some time. And luckily, you know, like you said, the universe made it happen. So here we are. This is fantastic. <laughs> yes sir yes let's get trey turner on the phillies now that's the next step that's the next step oh man that would be a nice move for y'all that you would know be who good i miss was odubel odubel herrera and i only liked him because his name was an anagram for double all right okay i mm. that's the only reason to like him i think there every other reason <laughs> he's like no no <laughs> i just love that name odubel it's great it is. I wish he was a better player and person, but oh, gosh. I guess he's got the good name and that's it. Yeah, I've, I was actually time. very excited that he was no longer on the team because then we get, you know, <laughs> then Brandon Marsh gets out there and I'm like, look at this guy. He can actually play center field. This is great. <laughs> Brandon Marsh got rescued. Oh, my goodness. I know he was so happy to be off the Angels. <laughs> I'm trying to trying to pull Trout here, too. He's got season tickets for the Eagles. He lives not too well. He lives in New That's Jersey, true. but he's a he's a local guy, kind of. So, yeah. Oh man, if only. If oh my yeah, god, so. my head might explode. If Mike Trout ever signed with the Phillies, my head might just explode right here. That wouldn't be fair. Oh my goodness, that outfield is would be disgusting. That'd be a lot. That'd be a lot. Oh yeah. Uh, Orioles, what are you thinking? They had a, a nice run through the summer. It was really fun to for a team that. They didn't expect to go really anywhere, and they got pretty close to the playoffs ahead of schedule, whatever that means. Um, yeah. I think they should have kept Trey Mancini and the – I don't know the reliever's name, the pitcher's name, who got traded. Oh, uh, goodness gracious. I think it was uh, Jorge Lopez. That sounds right. Um, I think yeah. they should have held on to him and made a run. But anyway, do you think they're like two, three guys away from making a run at a wild card now that there are three? Oh, yeah. Legit. I think that they could even made a run this year. I just honestly, you know, if Brandon Hyde ever hears this, I'm sorry, but I think he mismanaged some key games towards the end. Like they were still in the mindset of like, oh, we're ahead of schedule. So we're just going to like bring guys up from like double A and triple A to start like key games. I was like, this guy's never now we got to beat the Mariners to get in. He's You're just throwing this guy to the Wolves. And it felt like they concede like conceded trying to make the playoffs at all. But I, I'm excited because it's been a long time since it was even really interesting. You know what I'm saying? So I say they, they, they probably get to like second place next year. Okay. I like it. Trey, I got a surprise for you. Please welcome Brandon Hyde to the show. Look at that. He's going to, he's going to hear you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Listen, man, I'm still waiting on my tryout though. For real. Like I, I can put a decent second base, bro. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, Phillies might need a Sega basement at some point. So if you're, if you like coming off the bench, you got some pop come off the bench. We could do that. 
Well, it's funny because Ronnie used to work security at like Ravens and Orioles games. Nice. And he used to tell me like how much he used to like interact with Adam Jones and all these guys and talk to them. And I used to have this reoccurring dream where I was playing for the Orioles and I would like step up to the plate freaking out and I'd look over and Ronnie's like, you got it, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's awesome. I haven't had it in a while, but it was definitely like a once every six months type of dream for like three years running. You're probably going to have it again tonight. It's probably because we're talking about it. It's probably going to come up tonight. Your quarterly dream is going to come a little early. And it's gonna, absolutely you're going to freak out again. <laughs> I'm going to get a DM at like 340 a.m. Like, Pat, it happened again. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yes. Oh, man. That'd be great. I've, I've always got a soft spot for the Orioles. Um, I'm not really sure why. Well, actually, no, I do know why. Because when I was a kid, well, Cal Ripken Jr., obviously, right? Um, mm-hmm. But when I was a kid, I had the chance, my grade school somehow wrangled a bunch of us to sing the national anthem at the vet before a, a game, Phillies Orioles. And we got to beat a bunch of players and just like hang out on the field. It was the craziest experience. I was eight years old. It was the craziest night. And then, yeah, after that, I was like, yeah, Orioles, that's pretty cool. I can roll with that. They watched me sing the national anthem. They didn't throw anything at me. So yeah. it works. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty tight, man. It's funny because. I'm like, you know, we, we say like Baltimore because people, you know, don't really know all of the counties in Maryland, but like me and Ronnie, at least are actually from Hartford County, Maryland. So like Cal's from the same county as us. And there was this one night I'm at the bar and I don't know, watching an O's game. And there's this older guy there and we get to talking about the Orioles and he's like, yeah, man, I played against Cal. He wasn't even nice in high school. <laughs> like, he's, all this stuff. he's like, he wasn't even the best player in the county. I'm gonna be real with you. Like, he just had, you know, he just able to stay healthy. He had longevity. So that's why it worked for him. But honestly, I was better than him at the time. I'm like, all right, dude. <laughs> this guy is like 50 years old, just salty. <laughs> I love the voice you did for that guy, by the way. Like that, that sounds like a guy who'd be mad at the bar. Like, oh, Cal Ripken. Argh. That was yeah, fantastic. Like, <laughs> Hall of Famer, Iron Man, whatever. <laughs> that's fantastic. Oh, my God. I love baseball. Finally, someone on the show, someone else on the show wants to talk about baseball. Good stuff. Yes. That's why you wanted mm-hmm. to come here. You're like, forget them. The music stuff is there. We'll, we'll get to that at some point. But <laughs> it's the baseball, man. <laughs> it's it's rare, man. I don't, I don't, you know, meet many other people with these same two interests. So I'm like, I'm super excited to talk to you. <laughs> oh, do you see there's a um, contemporary era baseball ballot for guys to go to the hall? That came out the other day. Bonds, Clemens, oh, no. Schilling, McGriff, Mattingly. I think there are two more. But some guys have more chances to get in the Hall of Fame. And uh, if Bonds and Clemens don't make it this time, Hall of Fame's a farce. <laughs> Let's just put, let me just put sham. that out there. <laughs> and if McGriff don't make it, it's a sham, too. Because what? who got a better nickname than Crime Dog? That's crazy, exactly. bro. Exactly. McGriff. Sick. Killed the Phillies when I was a kid, so I should hate him because he ruined a lot of games for me. But that dude is fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Oh, yeah. I didn't notice that. That's Is there a fan vote aspect? They should make it like the All-Star game. Oh, man, I wish. I, oh, dude, imagine they made they did like one every five years where the Hall of Fame, like the fans got to pick the Hall of Famers. Like what kind We'd of middle of the road right. guys would, uh, would be in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> 
<laughs> I'd, I'd be voting in Melvin Mora for real. That was my guy. <laughs> yes. Yes. There you go. Give me Rico Brony in the Hall of Fame. Let's go. Play for the Phillies for like a year and a half. <laughs> I was like, that sounds good to me. Get him in. <laughs> that was my dude, man. Melvin Mora. I actually... My old like little league coach lived next door to him. So I met Melvin and like played with his kids because I used to go to my little league coach's house all the time and play with his sons. We all played baseball together for years and stuff. So Melvin was a real nice guy. That's awesome. All right. Get him in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Nice guy. Hall of Fame. Let's go. Get him in there. Facts. Yes. Fantastic. Wow. Got to play with Melvin Mora and his kids. Look at that. See, this never would have come up if, I, if we didn't talk about baseball. It's beautiful. <laughs> How can you not be emotional about baseball? That's right. <laughs> That's right, Trey. Baseball. How can you not be romantic about baseball, Trey? That's what I, it was, romantic. Yeah. yeah off the uh, <laughs> money ball. Yeah. I ask you, Trey. How? Tremendous. I love it. Man, we could talk about baseball for another hour, but that's a lot of editing for me to do. So uh, I was. Oh, my fault, bro. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> It's fine. Um, I have I only have a couple more things to ask you. Uh, said the song that you wanted to push. Oh, crap. I forgot. I'm going to cut out his name again. Um, in case he doesn't want to be mentioned. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he won't even listen. But the song he wanted to put out was God Be a Woman. So uh, I want to hear all about it. How did this one come together? How did uh, what was the process like? How do people respond to it? And uh, yeah, just. I'm going to lay out and let you do the thing. Yeah, that song is one of the more unique tracks on the album because I didn't really have anything written for it heading into the studio for that recording session. Like we went in and created just from the jump. You know, we're there with Alan, our producer, Alan Day from Four Years Strong, and the whole band's there. And usually what we we sit down and say, we want to go on a vibe journey. So then we just get on like Spotify or whatever. And... Alan's like, what are we feeling? Where do you want this to go? And we're just pulling up different songs. And and I'm like, okay, so they're they're literally building this instrumental track the whole time. And I've got no lyrics at all. So I'm just sitting there the whole time as they're building it. I'm trying to write based on what I'm feeling. And that song was like, I was doing a lot of, you know, spiritual exploration, I guess, during the time. I was reading a bunch of different religious books. I'm trying to figure out the answers to life or whatever. So a lot of that came out in those lyrics. And yeah, it was it was one of the more difficult songs to to write because I just wrote it on the spot. And so and I had a feeling at first, I was like, uh, I don't know if I'm in love with it because usually I write something and I sit with it for a while. And that feels like, okay, I don't know. Like it it was just harder for me to initially fall in love with it. But they were like, this is the one, like from the jump. Like we all love it. And I was like, hey man, if you guys you like it, I love it. That's cool. You know? But it, it definitely grew up. It grew on me. Wow. Doesn't like his own songs. Doesn't like to play them. Just wants to hang out. <laughs> Brings his friends warm beer. Man, Trey, I'm learning a lot about you that I do not like. Bro, come <laughs> on, Pat. Dog, don't be like that. I mean, I like the song. I love the song now. It was just funny because, yeah, it was difficult for me to like feel. I don't know. I was. I felt like I... I ran through it at first and and but like it was just it was more serious topics than I usually talk about, you know, like knowing my mom's gonna hear it and stuff like that, you know. It was uh it was just real serious. That is tough with songwriting. Like I put some stuff out last year and it was weird because 
like, oh man, like my mom's going to hear this stuff, even though she heard me workshop the songs when I wrote them when I was 19. So she probably knows what they are, but like, she's going to hear this like for real, like this is going to be out there. I'm like, she's never said anything. So maybe she didn't even listen, but which would be fine. Uh, (laughs) Which honestly would be fine. But yeah, it's weird to like, think about this serious thing that you write about and like, who's going to listen to this? Like, how is this going to affect anyone who listens? And like, oh man, I got to, might have to hear from my mom about this. Uh, Did she tell you God's not a woman? Is that what she said? Is that a thing that happened? Well, I think I'm in the same boat as you. I don't think she's heard the song, but like I was definitely, you know, raised in a like Christian, very Christian environment. So I'm doing a lot of questioning of that, you know, in that song. And uh, yeah, a lot of people have hit me up though. And like, I've had private conversations with people like just in the DMs being like, yo, I really related to this. Like I, I feel, you know, I was raised in a similar kind of environment and trying to figure out what I believe for myself now as an adult. And it's a, it's, I always look at it like it's going to be so interesting to to look back on even in like 20 years, 30 years or whatever, and just see like, man, that's who I was at that point in time and see if I'm still like that or what, like, but that's, what's cool about music is just like a, an archive of who I am at any given moment. Yeah. Every song is like a time capsule of yourself mm-hmm. in a precise moment in time when you, like you can, you can look back on it five, 10 years from now and go, okay, I was in this kind of place mentally, or maybe like I wrote this one in the back of the van or something like that. Like I was in this spot in my life when this song came out and like, look how much I've grown and changed since then. Oh yeah. If I ever have kids and then like grandkids, I'm going to subject them to close listening of all of (laughs) all the music I've ever released. (laughs) So be like, uh, here's a museum of your grandfather. Essentially. It's an audio museum. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now that you're a part of the show, my son will uh, at some point listen to all of these. And, uh, you know, kid, you danced around to this when you were a baby. What do you think about it now? He's going to go, Dad, get away. God. <laughs> like kids do, you know. <laughs> right? Yep. It's going to hit middle school and everything's embarrassing. That's just how it goes. Yeah. He's he's going to not want to spend time with me anymore. And uh, it's going to hurt for a minute. And then I'll say, you know what, buddy? That's fair. It's a rite of passage. <laughs> It's a rite of That's passage. Fair. It happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trey, this was fantastic. It's been months in the making. I'm very happy we got to do this. All the things. We covered me a lot too. of ground, which I'm grateful for. Yeah, man. Like I said, I really appreciate you having me on. And honestly, like I really can't wait to just hang. Like you, you I don't know, you know, if you like me less now after we've done this, <laughs> but I still like you, Pat. I still like you, bro. And if you want to hang. I'm open to that. My DMs uh, are open for you. I mean, the warm beer incident <laughs> is really, that hurts because that's a crime. I violated. But, but I violated. Uh, everything else, no, man, this, this, you shot up in my book. The, you know, the warm beer thing aside, everything else, everything else is good, man. Nothing but love over here, brother. <laughs> oh, man. Likewise. Oh, man. All so right. we do have a bonus question for you uh, that's for the end of the show. But for now, and not, I have to make sure I say this right because I know that on Twitter, uh, I think Yvette made you guys a quilt that said, who is Cherry Armor, right? Can I call you Cherry Armor yes. at the band? Does that work? <laughs> yes. So that actually came from, I can't remember which tour it was, but there was a tour manager just could not spell our band name right or pronounce it right. Like all the, just anything they printed out, like on the rider, it'd be like Cherry Armor. I'm like, you're throwing an extra R in there. It's it's not there. 
stuff and people never know how to pronounce it. So it became a joke that we just embraced and we're like all our fans, we call them the cherry army now. I love it. I like it. It is Sharia yeah. Moore, correct? Yes, sir. You're spot yes. on with it. Yes, sir. <laughs> Makes I was that was actually the thing I was most nervous about. I was like, am I gonna be able to pronounce the band name? But then you said it in a song. So I'm really grateful for that. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy because somebody pointed out to me was like, you know, you name dropped your own band on two different songs. And I'm like, huh? Cause I'm like, oh yeah, like it's in the hook of Love's Not Your Thing, but I also did say it in God Be a Woman. I was like, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't I don't know if that says like I'm a narcissist or something. I don't know. But <laughs> I hope actually not. <laughs> fun fact to test the microphone before we got on, I sang the little hook from Love's Not Your Thing. So I'm sitting here going, all right, da, 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 my Sharia more can't do this anymore. Like, yes. Yeah, they got it. We're ready. We're good to go. And then Let's you hopped in. I was like, yes, we are ready to go. <laughs> Bro, we should drop a mixtape. Oh, God. I was going to say, don't ask me to feature for you anytime soon. But if, if you want it, <laughs> I can make it happen. If you I've ever write a sad a solo record, if you ever write a sad acoustic song, I'm in. <laughs> oh, we got plenty of those. Plenty of those heaters in the tuck. Apparently, that's all I'm good for. So if you got one of those, you want me to, want me to drop some harmonies? I'm ready, man. I could do it. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I want to executive produce an album, just all friends. Oh, man. Yeah. Whether they're musicians or what, just everyone coming. It's like just the friendship album. I'm in. Let's do it. It's on record. You can't get away from it. Hey, (laughs) I like that commitment. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in. He's Trey Miller. The band is Sharia Moore. This is God Be a Woman. It's the Melting Pat. We're coming right back.
I'm disconnected from my roots Searching for answers inside of scriptures I've been reading since a youth I spent years on safari chasing the truth And what I found is that I've always been aloof But when I'm in the booth I be locked in, I feel the generations before And now I'm clocked in, my only venerating for sure I always thought it'd be about copping Christian Dior Flavors du jour, but it's all about Sharia more And now I'm born with the flow, they call it Wu Wei Old me is buried, now I'm focused on the two-day Believe in yourself, the world can never doubt you <laughs> Cause you know I can't be me without you Without you, without you Cause you know I can't be me without you All right, Trey, you're not off the hook yet, man. It's not over. Oh, oh we got no. one more. Okay, bet. We got one more question. Smooth. I ask this of every guest, and I do judge you based on your answer. So, you know, this could make or break our friendship, Trey. It really could. So think carefully. Right. Okay. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Nah, bro. Well, hold on, hold on. Nah, because that's not a real answer. You need a definitive answer. My definitive answer is no. However, if hold you're on. like before, before you drop that, dog, hold on, hold on. Before you drop that okay. in, I don't want you to screw yourself here. You got the right answer. That's correct. Okay. So we'll put that on record. Now, your your qualifier, <laughs> I do want to hear it. However, you know, a Chicago dog, they're throwing a whole lot on there. You're yeah. getting way more than just bun, frank, and condiments. You feel me? You're, you're getting yeah, yeah. like peppers and all that. That may qualify as a sandwich, but only under certain circumstances, even then. Like, I got to be at least like three beers deep to call that a sandwich. <laughs> we have determined <laughs> on the show that the Chicago dog is its own entity under hot dogs. Okay. Yeah. If we're, if we're talking two different categories, then yeah. a hot dog is definitively not a sandwich. That's what I'm saying, man. Chicago dog, maybe. Yeah. yeah, Chicago dog is its own. That's a separate animal altogether, which I think works out well for the Chicago dog in general. I heard somebody say, though, this band put on Twitter, I think they're from Chicago. They were like talking about deep dish pizza. And they were saying, like, don't be fooled. Like real Chicagoans don't eat deep dish. I don't know how, how real that is, but. Wow. Yeah. Huh. They were like bands that are touring to Chicago. Don't waste your money eating deep dish pizza. We don't eat that for real. I'm like. I've been played because I've already had it. Yeah, it's good. It's Deep great. dish is fine. I mean, it, you know, people look, oh, it's so great. It, it's fine. I enjoyed it. But wow, Chicagoans don't eat it. I'll, I got some Chicagoans in my life. I'm going to ask them. I'll ask them. Yeah, I need you to verify that for me. I can do me? that. I can verify that. $8 a month verification. That's uh, f- <laughs> <laughs> that seven ninety nine type verification. That's right. You feel me? That's right. That that bought blue check mark verification. That's right. <laughs> My man is running Twitter into the ground in like a week. God, what an idiot. Um, what I was anyway. I can confirm that Philadelphians <laughs> do eat cheesesteaks. I can tell you that for sure. 
So you didn't get played on that one. Okay. But Wiz, Cheese Wiz, is that what you're supposed to do? Is that what real Philly guys do? I don't. Um, no, I think that's terrible on a cheesesteak. There are places that will, like, there are some places downtown who their standard is Cheese Wiz with onions. And I'm like, bro, that's the most disgusting thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, don't do that. Mm. No, it's, uh, yeah, it's real cheese. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I'm feeling. Shout out to Jim's on South Street. Y'all go in. Yes, close till 2023. Hope they open up and come back strong. Good for them. Are you for real? They had a fire like two months ago. Oh, yeah, they they, they got to close till next year. Mm, they got the best one, but yeah. Jim's is legit. Skip Pat's and Geno's. That's the touristy stuff. Skip those. Don't don't even worry about those. Um, yeah, tourist traps, man. Agreed. You can get a better cheesesteak from a, a corner store. I feel that. I promise I, you I that. Was, I wanted to go to Temple. I did a little visit in high school. I went to Temple University for a quick visit, and then I went to the the most touristy spots, and I was like, this ain't even hitting. I might as well go to Wawa, bro. It's crazy. Actually, I've never had a Wawa cheesesteak, because our thought has always been, we can get them from the pizza place around the corner. Why would you go to Wawa? So, hmm. Makes sense. Makes sense. Even Y'all though Wawa real. is a closer trip than the pizza place. But, oh, well. Anyway, you got the you got the answer correct, man. I'm proud of you. Let's go. <laughs> and the qualifier, yeah, the Chicago dog is its own separate, just like a hot dog is a separate category from a sandwich. We figured it out, man. Chicago dog gets its own Wikipedia page. It should. If it doesn't have one, we should make one. <laughs> uh, I'm sure it does. I feel it. I'm sure it does. Mm-mm-mm. And yes, make sure you ask when you go on the Christian tour next year. Um, after this one wraps up, <laughs> you're going to... You're going to be in a different bus. So may, mom's going to drive the bus for your Christian contemporary tour. And yeah, <laughs> I'm roping your mom into it. <laughs> hey, I got to I got to get a track with Lecrae. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, dog. I'm, I, like I said, I'm wilding. <laughs> Trey, we're going to get in trouble for this one, man. We're going to get in some trouble. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to get me. They are going to get me. We're gonna be in trouble. Mm-hmm. Let's let's uh <laughs> let's cut it before we get into yeah. any more trouble. Trey, thanks well, for coming, man. I appreciate the time. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Pat. I appreciate you having me on. And, and I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry if I said some crazy stuff. <laughs> <laughs>